Hello, everybody. Welcome to Arsenal X NGR Radio's Xbox Podcast. As always, we gotta throw up the X. Yes, because we are about to throw down. I'm your host, Eddie V. Eddie Fresh. That's my AKA. Joining me, as always, it's the Wise West Council tonight, Mr. Jesse Douglas. What's up? <laughs> yes. And of course, Bossman himself, the player one, head of NGR Radio. I salute off to him, Mr. Corey Derrick. Hello. Everything's working fantastic and working exactly <laughs> how I planned it to work. <laughs> Some behind the scenes technology, everybody. We're just going to leave it at that. <laughs> technology is fun. <laughs> For the time being. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Good. Good. I've been talking for a while, so my throat kind of hurts now. <laughs> oh. I don't know. It's sometimes like my. Sometimes we do like. We'll record like what? Five or six podcasts in a day, and like I feel fine. And sometimes we record two, and my throat is just killing me. So I don't know. Life's tough. Get a helmet. I don't know. So pretty uh, much E3 all week. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, we're doing we're doing a best of Nerds Gone Rogue episode uh, right now, and so I'm I've been compiling stuff, and Matt and I just recorded a bunch of stuff for two hours. So I mean, yeah, <laughs> that yeah. that's happening. <laughs> um, so. So everybody, uh, before we get into what we've been playing, um, I'm still going to do the plugs at the end, but just to give you guys an update, uh, we do have a plan for this month for shows. So uh, um, we're going to be doing two regular shows. Uh, so you, you just, uh, this is one of them, and then next week we'll do a regular show. Following after that, we're going to be having a discussion about Anthem and by Crackdown 3 giving our impressions, uh, talking about some pros and cons, what we feel about it. And then the following uh, last Saturday, that that's our day that we record, the last episode of the month of February, we are going to be doing a movie commentary of the uh, last Ninja Turtle movies, uh, number two. So uh, hopefully you guys will be able to see that. And then sometime soon, we will be doing... Uh, Indiana Jones. Uh, what's the first one? Temple of Doom is not the first one, right? Is no, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Raiders Actually, Lost canonically, Ark. Temple of Doom is the first movie, but it's the second movie. So Okay. So, uh, we are going to be jumping on that. Uh, we probably got to need to watch it before it gets taken off of Netflix. So, we're going to have to knock that one out. So, uh, that is the plan for this month. If anything else happens, uh, we will let you guys know. So, Let's get into what's been in our arsenal. Jesse, what's been in your arsenal, man? So I've I've kind of been playing a couple of things, but um you know, like the, the typical like black ops and mm-hmm. and uh and you know the anthem demo and and uh played a little division. Um but like the main thing that I played was uh I had you know, basically, when Resident Evil Two the remake came out, I basically played that every chance that I got until I beat it, and and I did end up finishing it uh, with both uh, Leon and Claire, 
um so i could get the uh the hunk uh game game mode mm-hmm. um i didn't get the tofu uh, um the tofu one yet but i don't know if there's something different that i had to do to get that or or if that's just an option that i'll have like if you start a new game you'll be able to play as as uh as tofu as tofu i'm not sure I haven't really looked too much into it. Not, I don't mind because basically, like if if it's like the original uh, tofu is basically your like what it sounds like. You're just a big, massive uh, hunk of tofu that's wearing an outfit, and you go around with nothing but a knife. Like that's your only weapon that you can use the whole entire game as a knife. So. That will be interesting. That's supposed to be like the the most, you know, obviously the most difficult way mm-hmm. to play the game. You know, is through that that mode. Um. Yeah. So I I, I played that. I like, you know, the Resident Evil Two is by far my you know like the my favorite game of all time, and and uh, so I play, playing this. You know, going into playing this game, I was super excited for it. And it did not let me down whatsoever. Like I, as much as I love the original, I I'll take this over the original all day. Just because, like I feel like they did a lot of things to improve. You know, the cameras are improved. Mm-hmm. The you know the just the way they do things overall. I felt like were improved. You know, like just even simple things like showing you like what items were in what room on the map that you may not have picked up so you can yeah. you know, know know exactly where you need to go to pick up things that you forgot or or couldn't pick up because you didn't have enough room, you know space um i only got like a b rating for for the whole thing beating you know beating the game but i i wasn't really trying to beat it fast i was more so just trying to you know take it all in and and just kind of enjoy it and yeah. there's like l- little tricks and things that I've learned by watching other people play that that I'll you know I'll probably be going back into this game and beating it all over again multiple times just because it, it was that much fun for me to play it that that I easily would go back and play this game multiple times again so yeah a lot of people have been uh doing speed runs like every day they've been like streaming it on youtube be like live now and then they were trying to get someone do someone try to get or they did it in 58 minutes yeah yeah it's yeah you know if you if you have it down you know pretty good yeah you can mm-hmm. you can get it done pretty quickly um it's it's just a matter of being being good at dodging as well which i feel like this game is a little bit more hard to avoid zombies like the original was um just because they i feel like they they respond and move a lot quicker Mm -hmm. you know when they're coming towards you um and and there there seems to be a very smaller window of um of space between you and the zombies at any given time so yeah. they can clear they can clear the gap pretty quickly and grab you when you, as you're trying to pass by them 
So I, you know, like overall, they like they said, like this game was supposed to be way harder than the original, um, but in a different way, you know, like different ways. But yeah, I, yeah. I love it. And then and then I I do remember I also did play, um, and I'm over half done with uh, the first Shadow Warriors game. And man, if you're if you're a fan of Doom, uh, you know, like Wolfenstein, any of those kind of games, yeah. you, and you haven't played Shadow Warrior, you should definitely go and play them. They're like, it's it's like Wolfenstein or Doom, like those kind of games mixed with like Duke Nukem. Like it's got that that humor, like similar to Duke Nukem. Like the mm. original Duke Nukem games, but it, but it's more like, like reminds me more of like Doom or, or Wolfenstein. So, but yeah, it's they're fun games. I'm enjoying playing them. Okay. Oh, cool. Nice. Uh, any any updates on your NX challenge? Um, or just trying... Shadow just Shadow Warrior? Because then you yeah, said that's what I do with one guess. Yeah, that was the one I was focusing on. I was hoping to get more of it done uh, over the weekend, last weekend, but I I ended up uh, trying to work on Black Ops stuff because they have a whole bunch of... uh, They have, like, a special thing that's going on for 30 days of uh, special content that you can unlock for your characters and stuff Mm. that, that are... It's just, like, a special thing. It's an event. Like, that's how they're doing their event things, is they've got, like, during an event, they'll have limited, they'll have a bunch of uh, things you can unlock, like, uh, cosmetics and stuff you can unlock that are only available during that event. So Okay. Well, uh, Boss Man, uh, what's been in your arsenal? Uh, Man, this week... I played I played a lot of Destiny this week. Uh just I I they the the last word quest came out this week, so which is a very popular gun from Destiny One. Mm-hmm. Uh and they're teasing there's two hand cannons that were really popular in Destiny One. The last word was one, which is like a six shoot a fast uh six shooter revolver that yeah. you get and uh it's it's got hip fire uh, is like its main perk so like uh it's it's more accurate when you're not aiming down sights and uh so that's that's the quest that dropped this week and there's a uh another weapon called the thorn uh which was another popular hand cannon which uh its perk was uh it didn't do as much damage as other hand cannons but it damaged other uh, guardians over time if you shot them with it like it had a poison perk on it so Ooh. Uh, yeah so I mean even if like you didn't get them right away like they would die eventually because of the poison so um, that was like the big perk on that weapon and it was always like I just remember Destiny year 1 and year 2 it was always like maybe not year 2, year two because they changed some stuff but year 1 it was always mm. Last Word versus Thorn and everybody always had that or Fatebringer, I guess, if you did the raid, but uh, it was always Last Word versus Thorn, so uh, that quest is actually rumored to be coming next week as well, so. Um, I played a little too, actually. I forgot about that. 
Yeah, I saw, I saw, I saw when you popped on. At some point, it said uh, playing Destiny Two. I'm like, oh yeah, nice. Jesse's playing Destiny. So, because <laughs> uh, I get, I get every time you guys go online or 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 are broadcasting, like the Xbox app notifies me and like, hmm. yeah. So yeah, uh, but I, in terms of Xbox, that's kind of all I've been playing. Although I dabbled in the Anthem demo a little bit again today and uh i i i just need to sit down and play longer than like an hour you know because like yeah it's just like i don't really have a good feel for that game yet and i i tried some free range stuff tonight while i was talking to jesse then i just i needed to get some editing done so uh i kind of stopped in the middle of it but i don't know i don't know if i have a good feel on anthem yet i i want to like i i think it has potential to be an, a great game but like i don't know man i don't have a good feel on it yet maybe i just need to try out some of the other javelins i mean i've been playing as the colossus javelin a little bit and i really like that uh but i, I want to try out the storm and the interceptor too before the demo's over so i know what i'm getting into so uh then I, I jumped into the division for a little bit. I played I played a mission of the division, and uh, let me tell you, man, we had this we had a discussion on Dark Zone Junkies uh, earlier, but that third person shooting is second to none. I think the division has some of the best third person shooting in any game today, including Gears of War, which we're playing for squad goals. Like I. I I really think the the division has some of the best third person shooting out there, and I what I compared it to was like remember when Halo was like number one in first person shooting, and then Modern Warfare came along and kind of changed everything. Like mm-hmm. to me, that's how like Gears to the division should be talked about, and it's not right because like Gears ha- set the standard for third person shooting for a long time. And don't get me wrong, Gears still feels good. But the division is like the next step in what a third-person shooter should feel like. Do you think it's because gear and gears that everything stays in your uh, your line of sight, and the division kind of mixes it up from time to time? Uh, I don't know. I think it's just because, like, I think gears has always felt heavy. Your characters have always felt heavy. Mm-hmm. And you know the the applying the roadie run and the uh, getting into cover to the same button and and the dodge like somehow those mechanics have aged poorly <laughs> like and not poor I shouldn't say poorly they have aged out of what they what third person shooters have become right they still work fine in gears but like I still think the division does it better I I don't know what it is but I. It, I think the the characters in the division feel more agile. They feel uh, better suited to to be like super soldiers almost than than the Gears guys do. I I really hope Gears Five lets you like. Pl- I I hope the characters don't feel tanky because that's something mm-hmm. Gears has always had a problem with is the characters just feeling really heavy and really tanky and not agile and. Uh, you know, I, I think, I think what it is actually is I think it's just that the 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 tra- 
transition of movement and gears is just so clunky compared to that. Like you, like you flow much quicker out, you know, out of movements yeah. in, in, in division. Whereas with, with gears, like it works for the most part, but it's, it's not ideal when you're wanting to, to traverse from one side of the map to the other. It's just not as easy and as, free flowing to do that well yeah. I, with with the division is that it's a little bit more tactical than uh yeah. gears is because gears is like you're moving up and that's your only purpose where uh with the division is so open that you can move to different places and you and your team could work out a strategy on how to how you want to handle them you know, you, you don't really pro you progress up still in the division, but it's a open it's open area than what uh gears is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, it kinda works for gears, but at the same time it 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 still doesn't feel as good as it could if they would make it a little bit more free flow. Yeah. I, I, I know for me it's like the the guns between both games. The, like the division guns, like most of them, they work well and fit into the situation where pretty much gears you can play just the whole thing with the uh with the with the starting gun and that's yeah I I, I was I, when we were recording squad goals a couple weeks ago I told Jesse I was like I feel bad that I'm not using other weapons and gears but the lancer just feels so good and the shotgun yeah. is like all powerful like you don't need anything else. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Well, and and they don't they don't give you incentive to want to use anything else because a lot of the other stuff just flat out sucks at at do, dealing damage. Yeah. And mm. and especially like, if you don't hit the, the active thing. reload too. Yeah. Yeah. And Halo Halo has kind of had that issue. You know, like I feel like in the past, where everyone wants to only use battle rifles so they can do headshots, and that because it's the only thing that seems to be effective, other than like a sniper rifle or a shotgun. Yeah, and it's, yeah. And it's the same exact problem in gears. It's like give us different guns, and you know, make them all because it's not like you're doing. PvP and gears, you know, like when you're playing the story mm -hmm. mode. So, so just let us be able to have use whatever it's, gun we want. It's it. But the thing with, well, with Halo, it's just like you're forced to use different weapons. You you really have no choice because they don't supply you with a lot of ammo. Mm -hmm. Gears is just like you 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 want to try this gun, but then they don't supply you with the ammo, and once it's done, you throw it away, and you're back to whatever you're using. Like, yeah. you have to always use the enemy's gun to get through whatever, or you find some ammo. And I think with the Division is that it offers you it offers you a lot of ammo, so when you do kill enemies, you could go there and get their ammo and be ready to continue on. So you don't really have to worry about that. And whatever... Gun suit show style of play. The division provides that for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, so at least with Halo Five, they have you know more. They've added more styles of guns now. You know with Halo Five. So yeah, I but feel it's like still like gotten better. It's but. got it's gotten a little better, but it's like the first thing you do is rush for the battle rifle, and then at, mm. if you. You either rush for the battle rifle to keep your distance, or you sprint to the power weapons. Like, 
that's what that's what Halo's become, and I've actually I actually played a little bit of Halo Five this week as well, uh, just because I I wanted something just to jump into. And don't get me wrong, the multiplayer is still really fun, but like that the way the it's just a big rush to the battle rifle or the power weapons. I will say that I think that's going to be uh, there's going to be a chance in Halo Infinite with the guns, and I think mm-hmm. if they offer more. I think I think I really think that they they're gonna go the Call of Duty route and offer attachments and perks and Mm -hmm. stuff. I I really do. I think armor abilities are gonna come back in a in a big way and act as their version of perks. Uh, And I think you're gonna see a little bit of Destiny in there as well as like when you get a gun, they're gonna have they're gonna have different like not just uh, attachments, but like almost like perks to them as well. Where like hey, this this increases distance. and you can you can rain a fire yeah right yeah so i mean i th- i think that's going to play a big role in, in halo infinite as well yeah like what i think they should do is make the battle rifle a single shot well that's uh, i mean then, that's basically then, the dmr though then yeah well but but i mean have it have it like that but you can have it where as you progress it you know you unlock the ability to get a burst fire or the final stage would be to make it automatic, you know, an automatic, you know, like that's what Call of Duty has always been really good about doing is is they'll give you a really powerful um, single shot gun. Mm-hmm. And then what, you know, the the end goal is to try to get the the um, automatic uh, upgrade for it because then you can just mow down people and, you know, and like. You know stuff like that, but then they've always got other guns that can combat, so it's not completely overpowered. There's still it, ways to beat other people. It, it, you know, like I, things like that. And to think about this, uh, to think about this is that this is multi multiplayer versus campaign. You know, yeah. division is straight campaign. Uh, it has some PV, it has all that other stuff, but it's using the gameplay and the guns and stuff during the missions and side missions where. Where what we're talking about, kind of like with Halo, uh, and uh, and Black and uh, Call of Duty, it's like the, the, that's probably for multiplayer in a sense. And Gears, it's just Gears is a campaign, also. Yeah, it's not so well, much they, multiplayer. They can always do the like what they can do for the for for uh, story mode is, you know, like Call of Duty is always done if you have a gun that that's uh that's fully automatic and certain guns will have where if you push down you can turn it to to burst fire or turn it to single shot mm-hmm. they could just do that you know for regular for the story mode they can you can basically have the guns fully upgraded and then you can just choose whether you want it to be um you know a single shot or burst fire or automatic you know things like that yeah. Well, in uh, Corey, did you have anything for your next challenge or anything? No, I've been I've been working so much on other things that like I just I really need to start on that. I just haven't ha- I just haven't had time. <laughs> and every time it's like when I do have a little bit of time, I want to jump into something that's familiar and comfortable. And like I just don't want to start something new right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat a lot of the times. Like I just. I just want to play games that I want to play. Like, 
is a, a lot of the NX challenge. There's a reason why why I haven't finished them yet because it's not that they're bad games. It's just I gotta be in the mood to play things. I'm, I'm, that's why I get them. I, I'm changing things up and I'm working sword. And I'm like I got, I spent every, I've spent probably about seven hundred eight hundred dollars worth on games and I need to get my money's worth. So <laughs> I need to get them out the way. And then we continue to be added more, but they don't count. I mean, I just added another game to my NX challenge because it was free on Xbox. Games with gold, <laughs> the Assassin's Creed Rogue. Yeah, it's free I now. Too. So, <laughs> man. Uh, well, uh, let me get into what's been in my arsenal uh, for PlayStation Four. Been playing Secret of Mana, getting done with that. I, been, uh, I just got flamey. Uh, for it, so I'm halfway kind of done with the game. I just gotta uh, get some more of the menaces and uh, be some more bosses and get my weapons up in magic, and then I'll, I'll be done with that game. Um, for Xbox One, uh, install um, uh, Halo the Master Chief Collection because I need to beat Halo 1 and 2 since I never beat it, uh, and Halo. Th- no, we only beat Halo 4. We only did 4. We, no, we did, we did 3, 4, and 5. Oh, we be Halo 3, 4, 5. We haven't done 1, 2, ODST, or Reach. Okay. So, um, then I got to do those two, Halo 1 and 2. Um, oh, the, the struggle of Halo 1 is going to be just, ugh. Yeah, dude, Halo 1 is a struggle. <laughs> like, it, it's weird going from Halo 1 to Halo 5. You just be like, oh, good. Well, they added, they did add, they did add that uh, aiming assist thing that they, that, you know, makes it feel more modern. So, I mean, it might not be as much of a struggle. It might still be a struggle, but not as well, much. Well, the, the, the main problem with those early ones were just the repetitiveness. Like, where the maps, everything that you went through, all the maps and areas that you gone through, all looked exactly the same. And so you'd get confused because it's like, wasn't I already in this area? But it's just everything, you know, that was the, you know, during the time when they would reuse assets like like no one's business, you know, to to try to make games bigger without using up a lot of space, you know. To be fair, Destiny still does that. So thanks a bunch. That's true. That's true. Uh, I thought uh, I was here before. Hmm. Oh, wait, I was. Uh, so I installed Blue Dragon, installed Final Fantasy 15. Uh, working on Far Cry 5. Uh, I'm about to start Just Cause 3 because uh, I haven't. Uh, I started that on PlayStation 4, but I'm gonna I'm work on it on uh, Xbox One. Um, I feel like you, Corey. I feel like I need to take Bioshock off my system because <laughs> I'm just like I don't. I feel like I don't want to get back to this game. Dude, I, I don't know. I'm why. sorry, but. I, I, hmm. Man, going yeah. back to that game, it was rough. Uh, but I am—I have been thinking about Killzone, uh, uh, the launch one. Um, Shadowfall. Shadow, yeah, Shadowfall. Uh, I'm thinking of going back to that on PlayStation. That's a good campaign. I mean, if you—I know this is an Xbox podcast, but if mm-hmm. you have—if you have a PlayStation Four, and you have a chance to play the Killzone Shadowfall campaign, it's really good. Yeah. You also really- see—you also see some like. If you played Horizon, you see some familiar art direction with that because that's when you could kind of see them kind of like shifting. Ooh, I didn't notice that. Sh- shifting away from like the dark, grizz- gritty kind of like first-person shooter, moving more and like mm-hmm. a like there's a lot of glass buildings and a lot of like 
square shapes that you notice in Horizon, you know, kind of yeah. that style thing. So just just knowing like what Horizon is now, just you go back and play Killzone, Shadowfall, you really kind of appreciate the art direction of where Gorilla was kind of going. Going. So yeah, I I do. I've been literally longing for a Resistance collection on uh on PS4, um, but th- then that just started made me thinking about Sunset Overdrive. I'm just like, dang, I need a two, and I'm just like, if if Microsoft put up the money to buy Insomniac, well, they won't. Wow, Insomniac will stay independent now because of Spider Man. Yeah. But they'll just make Ratchet and Clank Spider Man games the rest of their existence, and they'll be fine. They'll be printing money. So you would like to see what they could do on the Nintendo console. But that's what yeah. But so but that's what's been in my arsenal uh for my next challenge. Still working on Fire Emblem Warriors getting that done. And then like I said, working on Far Cry uh Far Cry five. Um so uh that is going to be for me. Uh when I come back next episode, I'll probably have more. I'm trying to get some more things done. Uh still going through Resident Evil two, um, enjoying that. Uh man, I t- I still feel like Resident Evil one remake is still creepier than two. Uh not saying that two is bad, but I just like ooh, this I want <laughs> I want Resident Evil one redone like Resident Evil two. Oh no. Uh uh-uh. uh. That I need the creep factor of one. So I didn't ask for your opinion. I'm telling you what I want. Are you going to play it? No, but I still want it. (laughs) I can't with you. (laughs) Hey, I like Resident Evil 1 a lot. It's the only Resident Evil I ever completed. No, that's a lie. I beat 5 too. 5 is great. Co op. 5 is great co op. Co op, exactly. I haven't beat it by uh, with using the AI, but it's like when you get your whole gun powerful, you just got unlimited bullets. It makes it easier to run through. Five is fun though. I really liked five. Yeah, under a, under an underrated Resident Evil, I would say. I think it's a fun action game. And well, yeah, that's of, why I liked uh, it. Uh, yeah. So, but with everybody, when we come back, we're going to get into our arsenals. So now we're going to jump into some Arsenal news. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11's gear will only be cosmetic. Uh, we don't got too many stories today. Uh, so we're going to give you guys good, some three good stories, starting with Mortal Kombat. Um, two of them was coming from Game Informer, and one is coming from Kotaku. Uh, if you ever play casual games in, in Injustice 2, you know that the game's armor system can be a bit of a pain online. There are some very broken combinations that means anyone looking for a casual but fair match can really get the fuzzy end of the lollipop in a match on a more base level you also might have to end up wearing things that you don't like for the stats this experience set off some alarm bells for players when Mortal Kombat 11 was announced to also be using gear thankfully it appears that the gear in MK11 would not carry stats with it in an interview with Xbox Wire, neither Wilms Trevor Traub explained that the gear itself isn't going to be a repeat of Injustice 2's system one of the major differences for Mortal Kombat 11 is that the gear itself has no stats. It's cosmetic only, Trop said. While there are ways to customize characters with augments, the gear itself doesn't do that. You can make yourself look however you want and it won't affect your stats, so you aren't stuck with a costume you dislike for viability's sake. 
Augments will allow you to play with aspects of characters without totally unbalancing them, letting you emphasize things you like about a character. You can deeply customize your character, Trob explains in Xbox Wire. Like Scarlet has a bunch of different augments, you can make her even more life with blood. Totally different things like that. You can make diff- uh, different versions of your character. Mortal Kombat 11 releases on April 23rd on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. So, uh, it's only going to be just a cosmetic. It's just going to be for looks. Uh, what do you guys think about that? I think it's good. I mean, I think they had a lot of issues balancing stuff in Injustice 2, and they were just like, we don't want to do that again. It was an interesting experiment, but, uh, you know, I think they kind of got away with it, or got away from it in Injustice 2. Later on, I think they patched some a lot of stuff in, and they, a lot of stuff just became cosmetic stuff anyway because they didn't want to deal with it. Uh, although, I have to say, the Ninja Turtles in Injustice 2 had some pretty cool cosmetic stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. That's all I have to say. Cosmetics are a good thing. Jesse, any thoughts? Mm-mm. No, I'm. You know, it's a it's a good thing. I I think it's. You know, if you can level your character up and like games like uh, like Elder Scrolls and all different kinds of games like that that you know I've always kind of had it where you can try to just put the outfits that you want on and and keep your stats type thing so it's it's a good idea yeah but sadly everybody i'm buying this game for switch so sorry xbox yeah (laughs) i I guess yeah So we're going to go on to our next story uh update after being down xbox live is back up and running um the original story goes like this xbox live was having trouble uh a little bit uh, a couple of days ago sorry uh i had some pop-up come up um and people couldn't sign ed's, in ed's watching porn again while during the show guys no i'm not <laughs> <laughs> no virus no virus <laughs> no a, a twitter thing popped up in the story for uh uh game reformer <laughs> i was just like oh Okay, uh, Xbox Life is having trouble, and by that we mean it's having signing issues and letting people access previous purchased content. This comes after recent issues with users experiencing the black screen a few days ago. Microsoft has confirmed via Twitter it's aware of the issue and is working on the fix. Uh, Xbox support, support uh, tweeted out, if you're running to errors attempting to sign in or access previously purchased content, our teams are aware and working to identify the cause. We'll update here when we have more to provide. Its service status is also listed as limited on Xbox official website. Um, Game Informer uh, said they'll let uh, people know when it's back and running, but this isn't great timing considering the after demo ch- uh, just went live. Having issues every now and then is unavoidable, but Xbox Live has had its share of the struggles. Uh, editor Brian She even brought an opinion on this functionality and game errors back in 2017. And then there was an update that says everything should be back to normal. Xbox support has confirmed that things are back up and running. Hopefully this continues. Um, I didn't know that it that X, uh, Xbox Live was down, or people was experiencing like black screens. Jesse, did you experience anything? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't log in at all. Like I was logged in, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden things started going weird and acting weird. Like 
it wouldn't let me use the internet browser or whatever it said that like you you'd like lost the connection or something like that but uh, mm. yet i was still logged in and then so then I reset my Xbox, and then when I reset it and tried to log in, it it just was, said that that it um that it couldn't it couldn't attempt to to log you in at this time to try later. And then I did like a inner a net connection, and it and right away the second that I did a test your your network connection, yeah. it came back. It said your network connection is fine, but we are experiencing uh. Uh, issues with with Xbox Live, <laughs> so okay. that was kind of weird. I was like, huh, I've never seen that that you know them do that in depth of a thing where it actually tells you that when you try to do a network connection that that yours is fine and theirs isn't. <laughs> and this was on Friday, right? I believe. Uh, yeah. Thursday or Friday? Yeah, because I know. I think. I think oh, it Thursday. was. I think. It I was think it was Thursday. Thursday. Thursday, okay, because I know I didn't hop on Xbox Live all day that day. I believe. Yeah, I yeah, it but, was Thursday because it was the that was the or like Friday morning, Thursday night, because okay. I I was home and I was trying to. Yeah, it was thir- It was Friday morning. I was trying the demo, trying to play the demo of um of uh anthem yeah, and no. and it was when let me log in i'm like oh great now now the anthem demo is finally you know like fixed and and running properly but it will be xbox live that stops people from playing it <laughs> and i know Corey, you didn't hear nothing about it or experience anything i didn't ex- i i tried to open the xbox app while i was at work to check on things and it just said no thanks yeah, it's been doing like it's been doing that to me on my uh, iTouch. Like yeah. I even took the app off and then put it back on, and it was just like, "Nope, not today, Satan." I'm like, "Wait, what's going on?" Okay. It's funny. Ed's really throwing me off because this picture is frozen. Yeah. <laughs> I apologize, everybody. Technical difficulties with Skype, but we're going to keep the show rolling. You know, don't how worry, it don't worry, Ed. I'll put a really pretty picture of you up there. Oh, thank when you. When I edit the show, it'll be a really pretty picture. Oh, I feel love. Uh, so we're going to get into our last story. Um, and this one is about Anthem. Um, me and Jesse was kind of talking about this earlier today. Uh, but uh, EA, the way that they're going to have people to play Anthem is going to be split up in various ways. So at the time of this recording, anyone who has the demo is all fine. You can play across uh, the consoles and PC and uh, EA Access. Um, on February 15th, though, if you own Origins Access Premier on PC, you'll get the full game. If you own uh, EA Access on uh, Xbox One and Origins Access Basic on PC, uh, also on February 15th, you guys get to only play it for 10 hours. Uh, the full game though releases on on everything uh, on uh, PS4, Xbox One, and uh, PC uh, for the standard pre-order version and the Legion of Dawn pre-order. Uh, you guys will get that full game on the twenty-second, and anyone who has Origins Access Premier will also get the full game on the 22nd in case of people who decides to uh, subscribe to 
to it. Uh, but unfortunately, for some unknown reason, EA Access on Xbox One and Basic on PC is not getting the game. So you do have to buy it. Uh, but if you have EA Access, uh, you are not getting the full game. And uh, the for those who have Premiere, it's fifteen dollars a month. They talked about this at uh, E3 last year. So um, this is kind of weird that they're doing it. I I, I mean, yeah, and, but they do this with all their games, though, right? I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not like a special anthem thing. Like they did it with Battlefield, they did it with Battlefront, they did it with uh, whenever that last Need for Speed came out. They do it not to this extent, but with all their sports games, you get it like three days early instead of a week early. But I mean, it's I I don't know why people are all up in arms now. They've been doing it for like years. They've been doing it for they've literally been doing it for years. I, I think it's because the PC players they're getting it next week. So on the fifteenth, um, right? On the fifteenth, yeah. And so the thing about it is everything could be spoiled and shown uh online. And if there we don't know if there's gonna be problems, server connect server connectivity problems or or anything, but uh people who don't wanna see the game or they're waiting for it to be played Everybody, uh, everybody can't like see streams or anything about it because if the con- if everybody see the whole game there on PC, they, they, people feel like that. Well, that doesn't make sense. Why, why are PC players who pay fifteen dollars getting the full game, um, while we who pre-order it still gotta wait two weeks, and. Uh, anyone who's paying for the five dollars for the basic service, I got to uh, always only getting ten dollars. I mean, ten hours. So, you know, everybody felt like if you're going to release it for PC on the fifteenth, why not just release the full game for everybody? You get what you pay for, I guess. Yeah. Well, and I and I feel like ten hours is a long time. Yeah, ten hours is ten hours. Ten hours can be like a normal game. How long it takes to beat a full entire normal I ga- game? I guarantee. I guarantee you, Jesse. On that first weekend, it's out that fifteenth. I guarantee you. Like, I mean, you might, but like together, we might. We probably won't play ten hours that weekend. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't think it's a big deal because a they've been doing it forever, and b it's like. You're paying for a service, and they need incentives for you to purchase that service. Mm-hmm. So, this is what it is. And like, I know we give EA a lot of crap for a lot of things, but this is not one of them. You're paying for the service to get the game early. You know, it's like, it's like the uh, the special things when Xbox sells a game, like Microsoft sells a game, and you get to play the game like four days early or whatever. Like it's yeah. the, it's the same thing. You're just paying it in a subscription fee instead of the twenty to thirty dollars you pay for gold editions to play it early. So, but I think people feel like they if they paid all that money for the uh, I guess the Legion of Doom or whatever uh, that special edition is, they they probably feel like that. Well, they're and, getting they're getting cosmetics and like a bunch of other things for free. That's not like. You're paying the extra twenty dollars for the stuff 
that other people aren't getting in the game. You're not paying for early access. Early access. And like if you're paying for EA access on Xbox One, like mm-hmm. that's two dollars and fifty cents and you get ten hours of the game. Right? Like if you pay for a year it's thirty dollars up front, right? So yeah. that's yeah. That's two dollars and fifty cents a month. So you're telling me for two dollars and fifty cents, ten hours isn't enough for you? <laughs> well, well and, and and what's stopping anyone from just paying fifty, paying for one month of the thing, so yeah, they can which, get the game early and play it, which is five early bucks. and then and then just buy the full game after after the the month is up. Plus you well, get plus you get the discount if you pay for EA access anyway. So like you're actually yeah. if you pay for a month of EA access, you actually get the game cheaper cuz it's 53.99 instead of 59.99. And then if you pay the 5 yeah. bucks, you're saving what $2 and you get the game for 10 hours early like is a 10% discount? Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. is it Yeah, so, and all something like games. that. Yeah, so I mean like it's uh, to me, it sounds like a good deal. <laughs> so, that's yeah. just well, me, though. Well, it's good that it's not cross-play, because I think that would have been a bigger problem. Well, that- see, again, though, cross-play, I, I, think, I don't think that's even an issue in this game, because it's all PvE. There's no PvP. So, it's all, it's but, all co-op stuff, so... Right. I, I think people just like... They, people thought it would have been an unfair advantage that you're playing the game and I guess random matchmaking and stuff like that you get put with someone who's at a higher level and they'll just blow through the whole level through you, for you and you won't be able to like kind of enjoy it. That's, That's awesome. That people... sounds like a good deal. You're, you're, you're selling me on this service, Ed. You're not... <laughs> Look, as someone who's very bad at playing video games and needs all the help he can get, you're selling me on this this idea no, I'm not no. yeah you, you you're telling me you're gonna guarantee that there's people who who are more powerful in the game that can help me out later no, no. <laughs> saying that saying that people don't want it to be ruined i think a lot of people just feel like probably that with the pre-order stuff i mean well, like yeah said, i guess you spoilers. don't have to watch videos of it you know like when well, we talked know, about this are. earlier you don't have to though. That if you're if you're upset that you're seeing stuff early, well, that's your own. There's fault plenty of other things to watch or listen well, to or play. Well, it's like I said. It's the I think it's to me. It's mostly the fact that people who pre-ordered the game or the special edition, they feel like it should. They should at least get. They should have got the full game. Well, I like I you, said, what the special edition though. Instead of spending the extra twenty or thirty dollars. For the special edition, they should have just got the 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 regular edition, or just spent the fifteen dollars for a month of of the early the I, you know early access stuff I, and get well, to play it I early. Think, I think it's because a lot of people are console are who are going to be picking up Anthem. I think it's going to be a lot of console players than PC. Well, players. well that's and fine, and they still the play. They can still play for ten hours. Like it, it's. Mm-hmm. People just this is another situation people like to complain about garbage stuff on the internet and like they if you're not paying for the service you don't get the game early. Like who cares? That's that's stupid. I mean, I, like for me, I'm just like I said, I wait for the day to come out cuz I mean, Crackdown comes Crackdown comes out on the 15th, so I'm going to be playing that. And I'm rather, and I'd rather just wait for the game to come yeah, out. Crackdown's going to be good. Did you watch the campaign stuff today? That they released. Uh-uh. Oh my gosh! Oh, it, it, like, oh, Game Informer. 
it on it's on Game Informer and IGN. Like it just it looks good, man. Like it looks like Crackdown. It looks like it looks like the Crackdown you remember, which is exactly what I want from Crackdown. Except yeah. you know, Terry Crews. <laughs> yeah. Makes it yeah. better. I was telling Jesse that uh when I was listening to the Game Informer show that um He's not. Uh, he's not in the campaign. He's only in uh, multiplayer. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. That's not why I, I want. don't. I don't know how that is, how that can be though because I the, thought he that's was. Not I thought they sold it. I thought he was like the mission giver, and you create your own agent, and he's just like the mission giver. Uh, yeah, that's what I thought. Right, but everybody thought that you would be controlling Terry Crews. Oh, and, I never and thought that. No, I, I mean, I thought you'd be able to, in multiplayer, control him, but I, I yeah, more so want him to be a personality. In, in multiplayer, you get to control him, but in the main campaign, you can't. Well, yeah, that, that's and fine. Every, that's that's perfectly fine with me. Right, and everybody that's what I who, want. Everybody who was, was watching the trailer, the trailers and stuff that they was putting out and using in, you know, Terry Crews doing all his uh, stuff that he's doing. Everybody yeah. thought that all they, all they were showing was the main campaign. So you, so Terry Crews was like the star of the game. That's what everybody, their impression was. But Microsoft yeah. never gave a definitive answer or preview saying that, you know, you custom make your character and all of this stuff and everything. They never said that Terry Crews was the actual uh, protagonist of the game. Well, I, I honestly, I think that earlier stuff that we've seen of him was just actually a tech demo. I don't even think that was technically anything to do with the actual game. That, that was actual game that okay. they were showing. Well, all the trailers that they showed before the delay, uh, all of that was actual game. Well, yeah, that, like on the EA stuff, but like that earlier stuff with, with him oh. in it. For Crackdown Three, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Every, everything that they were showing was like actual game. Well, the, that earlier stuff can't be because, the, like, it seemed like they basically scrapped that game that they were originally. Oh. So, well, not like scrapped it, but scrapped they, it. they completely changed a lot of stuff. Yeah, when they did what that when, earlier was supposed ev- to be. Everything that they showed up before the delay was actual for for the game, and then they end up putting the delay, and that's when they started changing everything. Yeah, but yeah, everything they they say everything because don't forget, Crackdown Three was uh, with all they show from E Three. It was supposed to come out that year, so they couldn't change yeah. anything. They was finalizing stuff, and then they delayed it. So, uh, but everybody, that is going to be our Arsenal news. And when we come back, we're going to talk get into our Arsenal exchange. get into our arsenal exchange and i kind of want to ask you guys about this uh because we didn't really have any big news uh we know that ps5 is on the way and everything and but i want to ask you guys uh what does it take to secure positivity about a product um why do you think others want to spend it for a negative purpose um and this is this could go beyond xbox this would go to like when when something good about uh, a system or a video game comes out a lot of people want to take that positivity and use it for their benefit that you know there's a better product and um, 
we know that the console war is probably going to happen with Scarlet and PS5 and stuff. And I, I don't know if it's ever going to be resolved or whatever thing. But why do you? What do you guys first think is to secure something positive? Um, Corey, what, what are your thoughts? I mean, I don't. I don't. It's hard because a lot of things. If you don't make a really good first impression, especially in today's age, you're gonna like, you're gonna hear about it on the internet, right? You're gonna mm-hmm. get tweets or message boards or whatever. Like, look at look at Xbox for example. Look at the Xbox One when it was announced, right? Like, connect in the box. Like, it's it's not focusing on games. It always has to be connected online, and like, that's still is a stigma attached to them, right? Even though Phil Spencer's turned the ship around and, you know, his team, I don't want to, I mean, he's done a lot of it, but, like, his team has done a lot of it, too. Like, backwards compatibility, uh, Game Pass, uh, all kinds of things, like, riding the ship, and people still talk about that awful E3 presentation. Same with the PS3, right? Like, when they that was announced at 599 US dollars and telling gamers to get a second job to pay for the console, mm-hmm. like, all that... All that was there, right? And and they still live up to that. So, uh, it's it's hard because you really need to nail everything the first time you go out and do it, right? And I I still think like whatever the next Xbox is 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 going in with a foot up because of all these positive things that Xbox One is doing now. Yes. Uh, you know, and and you know, I think a lot of people are worried that Sony's going to pull a PS3. Uh, with PS5, and you know we don't really know yet or whatever, but uh, I think I think one system that does stand out right now in terms of positivity and righting the wrongs of their last system is the Switch, right? The the positive reception that this thing has gotten uh, since the launch, even uh, you know it's it's the handheld that you can plug into your TV. It doesn't feel like a toy like the Wii U did. It's got it's got the library, even though I mean it has half the Wii U library at this point too. But uh, mm. it has a library of games that people enjoy. Uh, it's got really good indie games. It's got third-party support. Uh, it's got a great pro controller, even though I think the D-pad still needs fixed and needs to be bigger. Uh, but I, all in all, like I think it, I think it uh, works. And you know that as as many things that I think are wrong with the online infrastructure and the eShop, like. People don't really care because I don't think people still think of Nintendo as an online game machine, right? A lot of people just play Mario and Zelda and, and you know, a couple other games here and there, and they don't really play games online, even though, like, Mario Kart Online is great. Splatoon 2 is great. Uh, even Doom's multiplayer was fun for, like, a week and a half because <laughs> uh, Certain Affinity made it, and that feels a lot like Halo. Like, Doom's multiplayer is straight-up Halo. <laughs> oh, really? I, don't, I don't know if anybody knows that but it's straight up halo multiplayer um mm-hmm. and you can play it on switch so uh <laughs> but you know i i think the switch has a lot of goodwill because they're do they're doing all the right moves they're saying all the right things i even think like the nintendo switch online service is is decent uh in terms of their retro offerings and super nintendo is probably coming soon and uh, other consoles seem to be coming uh but you know i i think you just have to make a really really good first impression and get it right out of the gate or you're just gonna stumble uh, 
So, I mean, that's that's my take. I really don't know how you stay positive, like, you keep positivity or change, like, I do think that Xbox has, has righted the ship in terms of going from a negative perception to a positive perception, mm-hmm. right? Just in terms of the moves they've been making, the studios they've been purchasing, uh, building towards the future, having Game Pass, having Xbox Live Gold still be the gold standard in online play. Like, they they, they thrive in that area, and now they now they just need the games, and I'm sure the, the next box is going to be something special. Uh, you know, if they if they market it right and they come out swinging, you know. So, mm-hmm. what about you, Jesse? What do you think it takes to secure positivity uh, for a pro- for a product? I think it's you know it's kind of like what what Microsoft is is kind of changed and and done and and like and I actually talked about this on uh, on Power Block this week as well like what Nintendo did and and that's um you know making sure that decisions and and choices that you make are are with with your uh your fan base and you know your consumers in mind and you know listening to what what the consumers want and you know and and obviously you're not going to be able to please everyone but but if you if you know like with with Phil Spencer like he makes it very obvious that when when they make decisions mm-hmm. they make they they really think about things and and they 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 kind of get a, a feel for for the the fans and stuff and you know and they they do what they think you know we we want or what what you know they we th- we feel is missing or you know things like that like basically just just creating a a healthy relationship with with your fan base is basically the best thing that you can do at this point as as a you know as a company and that goes for any company yeah like, i mean just, like look at what nintendo did last week with their, you know, Metroid Prime got delayed, but they came out. They got ahead of it. They came out with a, a, a uh, what you, an honest kind of video telling people what's happening and this is what's happening and we're sorry, but this is what has to happen. And uh, you know, we hope that they hope that we all understand. And I think coming out and doing that, a lot of people did understand. You know, like mm-hmm. yeah. they're not happy with the product, so they're restarting it and they want to get it right. And I think that says a lot. Yeah, and we they did the same with Crackdown. Like they, they, you know, they it was very apparent that Crackdown just wasn't wasn't the game that they wanted it to be. And and you know, we got to see that. You know, see that there was some things wrong with it. And and when when the community cried out that they didn't really like where it was going xbox didn't say oh well we're gonna still just make this they they said okay well you know like people don't seem to be feeling it the way it is we don't really seem to be feeling it the way it is so we're gonna delay delay it it and and we're gonna yeah try to make it try to make it something that that the people want and try to make it you know what what made fans fall in love with the crackdown series so 
you know, like, like just doing that kind of stuff is so much more important than, than, you know, the, the things that a lot of times, you know, people like to throw, you know, throw shade and, and do the whole competition thing, you know, the whole, you know, spice, spice up the whole console war thing and try to say, Hey, this is why we're better than them. You know, like, don't focus on that crap. It's such a waste of time to focus on trying to show how you're better than someone else. Just tell us what, you know, why why we should own your system, not not why you think you're better than another console. You know, like, it's just so much more important to have a good relationship with your fans than it uh, is to, to worry about the console war and all that dumb stuff, you know, which Nintendo has done a really good job of doing. You know, so I, I know for me, it's always been about honesty. It's always been about yeah. just be honest about the product that you're going to bring out. If you guys don't feel if you guys are not feeling that it's living up to the standard, delay it and, you know, push it back and stuff. I think people are patient. we patiently wait for the game. And plus, there's tons of games are across the board that everybody could get to and play. Um, not saying that that delayed game is not important because it is. People still wouldn't be excited for it if they if you delayed it and be like, okay, well, uh, the, now it's trash because they delayed the game. I mean, some people have that reasoning and that's that particular person. But I'm just like, if a developer comes out and be honest, and I always say the the best way to kind of win me over it on your game is always just show me some gameplay, show me some idea of what it's going to what what it's going to be. Um, because that would give me a better understanding what you guys as a team are going in with create creative um, and I, I feel like that's what Microsoft kind of has been doing you know yeah th- they had a rocky launch but over time Phil Spencer and everybody there has been really honest and you know now that they have Damon Baker I think he's always he's going to keep being honest he's going to help Phil Spencer the Microsoft team to be like hey this is not together you guys can fix it the stuff that I did with Nintendo I'm kind of bringing that experience over here so we can make our stuff better um you know we always say that Crackdown 3 can't be delayed but like I didn't I, I, I seen people's criticism and I don't know if it was fair or not but of Microsoft took that as a step to be like, you know what? We're going to take it back. We're going to fix it. We're going to work on it. We're going to put some polish on it. And hopefully when the game comes out, everybody's uh, expectations for this game is going to be met. Now, it's still going to be up to that person who pick up the game and stuff. But I, I think for me, it's just going to be honesty. Um, you know, Nintendo's have always been honest. They I don't feel like they hide anything. Um, I feel like Sony's been honest with some things at times. Um, besides, like with the PS3, <laughs> when it wasn't selling this stuff, uh, that those interviews was a nightmare for them. Uh, but I think they were honest with PS4, PS4 doing the used game thing and all that stuff. And you know, Mark, uh, when Phil Spencer came out and talked about the stuff that happened. Uh, with the party and the stripper and uh, the team morale and stuff like that. Just him being, I think it was GDC he talked about that, him being up there and just speaking about those things just shows 
that you really do care about not only the gaming community, but you care about your employees and stuff. And to me, that's probably one of the honest things that could ever be done. So also like to that point, Ed, like even if they're not like addressing the, the public directly or anything, and even if it's not even about their product, uh, fixing something on their product. Exactly. Right. Like, I was listening to Major Nelson Radio last week, and Phil Phil Spencer was on. It was actually, uh, if if you, anybody hasn't listened to it, I recommend it. It's only about a forty minute episode, but Phil was on, and they were talking about games that they were playing and whatever. But like, just very candidly, very honestly, they were talking about Switch and talking about playing uh mario odyssey and and uh what else were they they were playing some other game but like the point is is like they're them just talking about playing other consoles is like oh yeah i guess i guess they're just people too you know they just they play games just as much as we do and Mm -hmm. you know like it 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 was kind of it's always it was kind of weird hearing them talk about you know playing nintendo and it's just like oh yeah i guess like you know they don't have a device that they can take everywhere with them, so of course they're gonna if they want to play games on a plane, they're gonna have a switch, you know. So I don't well, know. It's just I little think, stuff like that too. Yeah, and I think I think the 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 reason for that is, is like, and you know, like, not trying to pick on them, but there's a massive you know amount of negativity towards everything else that comes from the PlayStation fan base, you know, like. And we just don't need, we don't need any more of that. It, it, like we it, and and to be able to to just to um, celebrate games regardless of what you're playing it on, it, you know, coming from from someone who's literally running, you know, the head of a business that that makes a console it is like just like everything else that Microsoft is kind of starting to do. They're just setting a good example. And I'm for not the way things should be. I I wouldn't. I'm not gonna judge PlayStation players or or the fan base because there are there are some toxic people who still haven't moved away from that mentality. I think there are a lot of people who uh, I, I would say I would say well, hold grudges or there are a lot of adults who feel a certain way about a certain product. And I think with Nintendo moving away from like they. Nintendo be like, hey, we're, if people want us to compete, that's going to be on that person. We're not competing. Microsoft, I feel like, you know what? We're not competing with Nintendo. We're not competing with Sony. We're putting out our products out. If you guys love it, that's great. If you don't, you know, it's always going to be there and be available. I think some of the fans on any console or if any product will make try to do their best to make their argument on why you know, if you're a person who plays on this platform or you're a person who owns this game in this genre, you know, you're seeing a certain kind of way. And it's just like, why can't, why can't we, why can't we move past that? You know, why can't you just root me on? Now, like I said, I might, people might, 
I always say my things about Bloodborne, but I always talk talk about that. I got it. That I'm working on it. I love Neo and all of that stuff. And I don't knock Soul players. I don't even knock knock Fortnite players or anything. I literally say if I see somebody playing something and they're enjoying their enjoying with it, I always celebrate celebrate their uh, achievement. And I think a lot of people who are toxic don't know how to celebrate somebody else's victory or celebrate other people playing different games. It's always got to be like you're not playing on this game on my on this platform, so you're this kind of way. And it's just like if you want to believe that, that's on you. But I'm getting the enjoyment of playing this product because it brings me positivity, it brings me happiness, and it's giving me experience that maybe others share with me you know and I, I i there's something that just needs to be ex, uh, exposed more uh being very positive you can add, you can have a discussion and a debate about a game or a product but it's always be like be respectable and just be like hey xbox players y'all enjoying this game that's cool. Like I, I love when everybody who said, "Oh, I'm getting Spider-Man three, or I'm getting State of Decay 2. Um, If I was just a Nintendo player, I would have been like, "That's cool that you guys are getting this game. What do you own? How how is the experience? How do you love the story control? I love having those talks with people. You know, and I think we need to have more of that uh, within the community about a product because I'm just like, it's it's good to have that. You know, you're not informed about something, but if you talk to somebody who can inform you, that makes playing and that makes playing games and learning different people who play games uh, fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Positivity is the key. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. So, everybody, when you're playing Anthem, when you're playing uh, Mario Odyssey or Octopath Traveler, when you're playing The Last Guardian, uh, I love The Last Guardian so much, uh, just just be positive about what people play, you know, and, and, and enjoy, celebrate other people who are playing it and, you know, whether they get a platinum, they get an achievement, they bought a game, they're showing off with some cool moves and stuff, root them on and always be positive. Because it's a product too, and it's something that they put their time and money and investment in. Yeah. So, um, yes. So with that, everybody, we have come to the ending of the show. But before we go, uh, got some cute, uh, a quick some plugs. Um, we want to hear what you guys think. Like, what excites you about gaming or our product? What positive stuff do you guys like to see? And even if you dealt with some toxic things or some negative things, you still felt good about what you played and stuff. Um, I want to. We want to hear what you guys got to think. Uh, and say uh, you can email the show at arsenalxpodcast at gmail.com you can join our facebook page uh, arsenal x uh, xbox fan community i believe yeah something like that i don't remember off the top of my head <laughs> i'll fix it next week get right for the plugs um you can follow us on twitter at arsenal x podcast also you can find us on instagram at arsenal X so podcast. the easiest the easiest way to get to the facebook group is facebook.com slash group slash arsenal x podcast yes just i i remember changing that earlier yeah. today so just that's the easiest way to get there so I I had to uh, change it in my uh, 
plug notes and stuff. Um, and you guys can also find us at the Arsenal X Xbox channel. Uh, is that correct? I think also. Yep. Yes. Um, everybody, and we do. We would love for you guys to subscribe to Arsenal X. Help us get to a hundred. Get our that URL. Uh, because we, I love doing the show. I love Xbox. And I love talking to Xbox and Microsoft stuff and other games with everybody from the community and. Uh, whether you're a listener or a viewer stuff, get you know, get your friends into it. Help them understand the world of Xbox. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Corey, where can we find you at? Uh, you can find me at Corey HD seven one three on inst- on uh, Twitter, and you can find me at Corey HD on Instagram and Twitch, where uh, I stream a little bit of Anthem and a lot of Destiny. Uh, probably some other things too, like when Crackdown comes out. I'll probably be streaming that. Anthem comes out. We'll be streaming that a lot too. So, yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Wow. Uh, Jesse, where can we find you at? You can find me on Twitter at Phantom AX. <laughs> you guys can find me on Twitter at that uh, you can also find my podcast Optional Opinion on SoundCloud, iTunes, to uh, tune in and Google Play. Uh, you can find me on Xbox as the lyrical one. Um, you can read my Resident Evil Two review on NGRRadio.com, and we we advise you guys come to NGRRadio.com, read our blogs, catch up on a lot of content from Nurse Gone Platinum, uh, uh, Nurse Gone Row, or NGR. Um, Arsenal X, Nintendo Power Block. We also got great shows like Pod and Play, uh, Nindy Showcase, uh, Trophy Room, AX Plays, Squad Goals, Royale with Cheese, and a whole bunch of other shows that we would love for you guys to check out. Um, with that, everybody, we're going to throw up the X one more time. And oh, before we actually throw it up, uh, this Tuesday, uh, or by the time you guys have watched this episode, uh, Inside Xbox has happened. So next episode, uh, or this coming episode, we will be talking about that. Um, uh, are there enough? So everybody, we throw out the X one more time. Unfortunately, I can't uh, throw out the X because uh, I'm not being seen. Shring. And we will see you next time, everybody, on our Snacks Podcast. Bye, everybody. Bye.